You're listening to another episode of A Lady and Some Dudes Podcast. Welcome to another episode of A Lady and Some Dudes Podcast. Tonight is just going to be a dudes podcast. I'm your host for today, Alan. And we're going to go ahead and get started with our NFL episode. King Henry has fallen. Yes, Derrick Henry is out with a potentially a season ending foot injury. And, you know, there was a point to where we believed that Derrick Henry was more than likely in the running for MVP of the league just the way that he was just doing numbers the last three or four games before he suffered this injury against the Colts. Now, my question to Evan and Phil is, what do you think this impact of Henry's injury will affect the Titans? I know they just signed Adrian Peterson, but AP is old and he's not King Henry. So first, uh, my, my, my toxic masculinity will not allow me to call him King Henry, but um, uh, I would say that, you know, he's, he's, he's an important call to that offense. I mean, that team is a, the offense is built around the run. And let's be honest, Ryan Tannehill is um, an average quarterback at best. Um, Derrick Henry make him look makes him look better. However, I do have a lot of confidence in their head coach, so I still think they can be a playoff team. But I don't think they're going to be as dominant as they once were. But I think they're going to go by running back by committee. And um, man, it, it's so interesting, you know, no Julio Jones or he's down right now. And then the absence of um, Derek Henry is going to be major. And then even thinking about this, you know, what is he going to be when he returns is my big question. What's he going to be when he returns next year? So I'm interested to see that, but I think, I think this will be a playoff team because I really have a a lot of confidence in their head coach. Uh, And we'll see um, how it's all shapes out though. It is a wrap. It's done. Tannehill is a game manager. All he does is just make sure he passed the ball correctly. And then while Henry passed, I think, what, 20, 30 game, 30, um, 30 um, runs per game, he averaged 25 to 30 runs. And he leads the league in rushing touchdowns with 10. Him and Cooper Cup both have 10 touchdowns each. He leads with, oh, so far, 219 rushes, average about, what, five yards above 20. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. He averaged, you know, he he averaged about 4.4 yards per rush, right? And, and and that's not that's the highest. Mark Ingram has 7.7 yards per rush, but still he is the whole team. He is t- um Tennessee's offense. They're built around Derrick Henry. They are going down. I don't know if they're going to even make the playoffs. <laughs> That's how crucial it is. They, they, they I'm telling you, it's a wrap. Tenny Hill couldn't do it in, well, he was, he was in what? Um, um, Miami, right? Miami, yeah, Miami. That's where he originally came from. He got lucky break because he got a great Hall of Fame type running back to, to ease him off. How do I know this? Same recipe for Eli. <laughs> you know, Eli had a great running game, great defense. And he looked great. 
and he's still great because he won us the Super Bowl. So you're trusted in Tannehill. Good luck. <laughs> Good luck. No, no Julio Jones. Good luck. Good luck. Y'all be lucky to make a wild card, and I don't think that's gonna happen. It's a wrap. So you don't think that even with this win against the Colts, that they're still not gonna run the division? The division is not good, Phil. So for you to see to say, oh, I think they'll get a wild card. Well, yeah, because they're not one of the best the best teams in the league without him. I do believe that they'll still be they'll still be decent, but I just wonder offensively what are they gonna do? Because I mean, I don't know how many yards a clip that Adrian Peterson is gonna get you. Now, if he's able to get you about three to four yards a touch, I mean, I still think they'll be fine. I mean, I don't, I didn't expect them to, to wow us. You know, I didn't expect them to go to an AFC championship um, because you got to be able to stop somebody. And I know at times if, if you're playing keep away, that might be the only way that you can potentially beat any other team but you know they're the only team who's really built like this and on top of that no one's seen Tannehill the same as Eli Eli got to where he was just because his name Tannehill got to where he was because you know I mean it's just Miami I mean Miami was still full of dysfunction and they look like as they were progressing they're going right back to dysfunction right now regression so two Super Bowl rings doesn't help Eli two Super Bowl MVPs I'm saying that the team was built around a specific type for the game, and that team is built for the run. I mean, you're yeah. not wrong, but still, yeah. bringing in bringing in AP. I'm not saying AP is gonna be out here getting about 150, 170 yards. If if AP can come in and get you probably close to 70 yards, that's hey, you getting what you need out of him because. As Evan said, if you have running backs for committee and you can still at least get close to 100 yards a game, I mean, that still opens up the ability to run play action, which is Tana Hill's signature because that's how great Henry was. Even when he was out of the game, they would still run play action because the running game was just moving. So, I mean, I still think they'll be a playoff team because, I mean, they're in the AFC South. I don't really see anyone who's going to necessarily be a threat to them. The Texans aren't going to be a threat to them. The Jaguars the definitely not going to be. They just beat the Colts when he went out when it went out with injury. Like the, matter of fact, the, I think I think they already played each other twice, if I recall correctly. They already and and I think that was split. What was it? One and one. I think they mm-hmm. both got one wins, but I still see. I still see them coming out like. I mean, the Colts have a good defense, but, you know, Carson Wentz is still Carson Wentz. So, <laughs> I mean, look. I mean, still Carson on the ball at the end of the game. Exactly, man. And the man hurt two ankles <laughs> in the same game on the same play. So, <laughs> I don't really see how it's going to change anything. Carson, just, my neck, my back, my neck and my back. <laughs> so, I just think I just think they're, they're just going to be in the playoffs – what happens is what happens. I mean, we don't expect a deep playoff run with them, not unless no, they actually tighten ones both games. 
Titan won both games. They won both games. Then, yeah. then the, they already got the division. It doesn't even really matter. They're in the playoffs. <laughs> They're in the playoffs. They won the division. I mean, you expect them to lose to Houston. You expect them to lose to the Jags. Like, come on, man. Yeah, I I, I expect them. I, we'll see. You know, we'll see. And when when I'm right, then I'll let you know. But we'll see. Which is about less than one. Ninety nine percent of the time, your audience. Ninety nine percent of the time. <laughs> mercy but let's go ahead and transition to our next topic i'm not about to do the saints chant but yeah how about them saints though um the saints i'm I'm just not doing it it's just not in my heart to do it um because they did my boy peyton manning bad in the super bowl we just share a birthday so i just feel his pain but yeah man i don't know what it is man but the saints Ever since Tom Brady has came down to Florida, you know, it's always something interesting about Florida, the state alone. It just seems like New Orleans always have his number. I don't know what it is, but ever since Tom Brady has has been a Buccaneer, like the Saints, they're not afraid of him. Like most teams, like when it's Tom Brady, it's like, look, we just we just got to keep it close. We can't make too many mistakes, but it's just – the Saints is probably the one team that I've ever seen who's just not afraid of Tom Brady. I mean, even my team, like, as many times as we play the Patriots, it always seems like, yo, like, we're not afraid, but it just feels like we can never match up with the Patriots. But the Saints just have something about, about Tom Brady that I don't know what it is. But what do you guys think that it is? Woe is me. Woe is me. I'm not worried about the regular season season Saints. Because, yes, last year, the regular season Saints beat Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. But when it came to the playoffs, divisional round, New Orleans, 20. Tampa Bay, 30. The end of the story, Super Bowl. So this reminds me of the Giants. When the Giants played Philadelphia, the two times when the Giants were 9-7, and seven, Philadelphia Eagles beat us both season undefeated. It took us so many years just to beat the Philadelphia Eagles. But did that deter us from winning two Super Bowl championships? No, because we didn't see them in the playoff. So who cares? So unless and unless they see each other in the playoff, I'm not worried about the Tampa Bay. Um, Tampa, I'm not worried about New Orleans and Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay losing against them because it only counts in the playoff. Regular season wins is nice and dandy, means nothing. Yes, they have their Tom Brady regular season number. Ooh, whoa, it's me. I'm so scared. But when it comes to playoffs, it's a wrap, and that's where it counts. So I'm not worried. Enjoy your regular season rings. It means nothing. Yeah, so um, I don't know. There's certain – I mean, they've had limited chances to play against us. It's not like it's like, I don't know. One and twelve. It's just three and four. Um, so you know, Brady's used to having that home field advantage uh, back when he played with New England in in, in um, Gillette Stadium. Uh, but I mean, the Saints is a hostile environment to play in. I, I wonder how many of those losses come have come for him when he is in the dome, as opposed to when he's playing in his home territory. Uh, but I mean, four and three. Uh, excuse me, three and five. Um, no, 
four and three, four and three is not great. It's also not bad either. Uh, I wouldn't say they have his number as much as, you know, there are certain places Brady doesn't always do well. And it seems like Brady doesn't do well in hot places like Florida and, and Tampa and um, Miami. He he always historically has struggled in Tampa. In Miami. Keep saying Tampa. In Miami. So uh, I don't know. I, I don't know what to chuck it up to. I think, I think uh, it's just a story for a story's sake. <laughs> I don't know, man. Because even as long as he's been a Buccaneer, He's never looked great. He's never dominated. It's they, if like, for example, in the playoffs, they just got by. Why did they get by? Because Drew Brees was done. The man could, he was done. Like, like, let's be real. He was done. (laughs) He couldn't, he could not perform. And even like this, Tom Brady played better in the second half, but it still wasn't like, you know, like it wasn't like classic Tom Brady, Tom Brady just being the the surgeon that he is. But it was just like, there were just moments in the game to where it just seemed like the offense just wasn't clicking like how it was like in previous games. Like to me, in a sense, it almost reminded me just a little bit like when they were playing the Rams like they could move the ball, but it just it just wasn't as consistent, you know. And the one thing is like, yo, like, I mean, it's people always say it about Tom Brady, but I say it is about about any quarterback. Move them off their spot. You don't necessarily got to hit them, but as long as you get them off his spot, you you'll be good. You know what I mean? And it just seemed like I know Gronk didn't play. I know A B didn't play. But it just seems like they couldn't run the ball because I got Leonard Fournette. (laughs) Uh, Mike Evans, see, Mike Evans always get locked up when he whenever he plays the Saints. But I think he still had like two touchdowns. But you know, it's it's never like oh he had a dominant game. It wasn't anything like that. It's always those I gotta fight for every yards because that's honestly the rivalry that's in between the saints and the bucks, like nothing comes easy. Like, yeah, you used to all those other, those other teams to where, yeah, y'all may have a rivalry, but you dominated that division for X amount of years, but now you got to come to the mud and the six and the bayou. Nah. And that's, and I really think that's their mentality whenever they play. And so that's the only, that's honestly the only thing that I can, I can think of that, that will give them an edge along with that home crowd outside of Atlanta um, with the little fake noise or whatever that crazy mess is. But, you know, that's a story for another day. So, I mean, we'll see what happens. They still got to go to Tampa. And if the story is the same, uh, we'll see. But first and foremost, uh, speedy recovery for Jameis Winston. He tore his ACL in the second quarter of that game and they had Trevor Simeon come in and he did what he needed to do to secure the win. So who do you think the saints should add to the roster as a backup QB? I mean, there's only one name I'm sure we're all thinking of, but I'm pretty sure. I don't know where his heart is. (laughs) Sam. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) I don't know if his heart's in it. (laughs) <laughs> but it's a good situation. 
mean, I'd add Cam, but I'd also add Cap. But, you know, Cap, he's so far removed now. It's like, I don't know if you want to add him. Hey, hey, maybe they take a flyer on uh, Sean Watson. Just saying. Well, today was a trade day line, so he's, he's not going anywhere. Until yeah, you're right. It's over. It's a wrap. Um, you know, I, I'm hearing rumors, Phillip Rivers, but Rivers is washed up. He's done. And Peyton. Hey, you got sources? You got sources, Phil? Yeah, you know, don't worry. You, I'm, hearing <laughs> I'm hearing stuff, man. I'm keeping my head, my ear to the pavement. I'm here, you know, they think of Philip Rivers. Um, we know um Drew Brees ain't coming back. That's a wrap. He's done. He's enjoying trick-or-treating with his kids and so forth. And to be in reality, I'm hearing um everyone is saying Cam Newton, and I kind of agree that makes the most sense. Um, he plays them, he played them throughout his career. He kind of know their sets, he kind of know how to prepare for them um in, in their defense and um offensive calls. So it makes sense to grab him, work him in, and he's mobile. He got an arm and so forth. So that would make sense to get him. Anybody else out there? You know, Kaepernick. I would think I would. I would. I wish, and I wish somebody would be brave enough to to bring him in and give him the opportunity. But we know we live in a day and age where it's not going to happen. You know how progressive um, Sean Payne is. I um he's the only logical sense. I, I, he he's a logical uh, a good. He's a good choice, Kaepernick. Uh, but right now, the best available quarterback on the market will be will be Cam Newton. Cam Newton. So the, the offense, throwing, running, he does everything Jameson does, but with more experience. So it'll be smart to do that. If they really going to stay with uh, Trevor Simeon, good luck. <laughs> good luck, Saints. Just, yeah, good luck. I mean, as long as... As long as Trevor not making any mistakes, I mean, hey, he might be okay. I mean, that's that's really the only thing that you got to do: see it and see it, read it and throw it. <laughs> so, I mean, ob- yeah, the obvious answer is Cam. I mean, Philip Rivers said he would come back if the situation is right. I mean, he's still out there coaching high school football. So, is he really about to leave in the middle of the season? to be able to do all of this you know it's going to take him a few weeks to get accumulated with the playbook and everything and then you know you still don't have what is this about to be week nine why isn't michael thomas back i thought he was supposed to be back by week eight or week six that's a that's a subject questions my fantasy team needs answers for (laughs) i'm sitting here thinking i was like wait isn't he supposed to be back but yeah, man, like, I mean, Cam is the obvious answer. I know everybody in the city would hate that, but they would understand because they'd be like, this will be an opportunity for Cam to prove himself, to get himself a future job moving forward. Hey, we thought he could have potentially ended up with the Texans, but you know, you know how the league do. But I mean, I do hope Cam does come back. Um, and the Saints and Sean Payton gives him the opportunity because right now your options is almost slim to none and you need another backup. You know, it's a sad part. I'm looking at some of this free agent list. Nate Sutherland, we know how that disaster was. Brent Hutley, Brent, um, Barrett Hutley, you know, Brian Hoyer. It's like, who is out there? You know, there's nothing out there. There's no free agent unless you're gonna get, um, you know, um, RG three. He retired. 
Look, I was about to say that just to troll, but yeah. I was just like, he's in the booth, man. Like, I'm going just, yeah. I'm gonna just let him. He don't need to catch no strays. I'ma I'm let him live. But Josh Johnson, there is nobody out there. Alex Smith, please no, don't do that to the man. So don't do that to him. I hope he doesn't come back. You know, I know there is nobody out there. The best available quarterback is gonna be Cam Newton. And he's a bang for your dollar. You know, I know New, the Saints have, New Orleans have a, like, I think 800000 uh free in salary. That's about it. Do the wise thing. I'm sorry, Alan. Do the wise thing. Yeah, but we'll see what they do. I mean, it's about to be week nine, and I'm sure they're about to go through the rough part of the schedule. Now, transitioning into other news, uh, within the last, well, by the time you hear this episode, it'll probably be about 48 hours, but about 48 hours uh, from the time that you hear uh, this episode, Henry Ruggs was involved in in a deadly crash, which involved him being under the influence. And according to his lawyers, uh, this is not looking too good for him at this particular time. Um, Lawyers are stating that he can face up to two to 20 years in prison, um, just depending on how he goes about uh, this whole process. Uh, Do we believe that this may potentially be the end of a young career for Henry Ruggs? If he's found guilty and he gets punished, I mean, if he gets two years, it, it's done for him because simply when you get out of football shape, it's hard to get back into it. Um, he, he may get an opportunity to league on a flyer, like, but I think that if, and probation is not an option, I mean, either he's not guilty or minimum of two years, it looks like. It's going to be hard. It's going to be hard. It's going to be hard. Uh, and may God rest the soul and and comfort the family of those mourning the loss of the loved one who got, who lost their life in this unfortunate incident. Yeah, the dude is only twenty two years old, and you know I don't know the gist of the whole car crash or what's available to him and so forth, and you know more information will come out. But if you're drinking, man, I know I know years ago tactical birth kind of tell his story why he carried a gun is because one of the liberal drivers that was part of the and um the giants allegedly players was getting robbed by them so that's why he was carrying a gun i'm not saying this is the same situation but uber you know lyft call your boy have a teammate somebody you're drinking you can't risk this i know you're a young age i remember when i was 22 um, many years ago, <laughs> 23 years ago, literally, as of today, well, yeah, the third is my birthday, so I'll be 45, so 23 years ago, I felt invincible, that life was, nothing could stop me, and, and so forth, living in the streets of, mean streets of Brooklyn, but we got to think, man, you, uh, and I hope this is a warning, and uh, to everyone out there, especially young people, it's very you can't drink and drive you know i don't drink um 
there's other things you could do. If you're going to do that, that's your forte. Be responsible. There's more resources this day and age than options this day and age than when I was 22. It was either a yellow cab, take the bus, right? Now you have private cars, the company cars, there's many options. I hope every young athlete or young person learn from this incident and make better decisions. Do I think his career is over? It's going to be hard for him to come back. You know, I believe it's an accident. I don't know full details, but some of my life was lost. And you can't replace that. So I don't think he's going to be able to come back, whether he's found guilty or not. I think his career is done. It's so sad that, you know, a young man worked so hard to get to this point to potentially have everything, like, taken away. And now, not that you just have your career potentially taken away, but you've also taken away another life. Like, that's just something that sits with you. You know what I'm saying? Even in, like, a situation like that. Like, I always think about Skip Bayless when it comes to, like, drinking and driving. When he used to be on First Take, he used to say, I used to always, like, stay out of, like, nightclubs and certain places at certain times because that's generally when bad things happen. And him saying that his father used to drink heavily and everything like that especially you know just being being behind the wheel is like you're not just protecting yourself but you're just protecting others around you just trying to remain in that same space and for a person to be under the influence you're not just putting your life in jeopardy you're putting everyone else around you in jeopardy as well because you can be drinking and then you can just have one slip up one slip up can cost a life and now a family has lost a member a family member and now you're losing your career which is like really sad now do i think you can come back i mean with the nfl knowing how the nfl operates i feel like he'll be able to get back in but I feel like they'll probably have to put him in like those situations to where you have to go through programs. You know how the NFL does. Like when it comes to abuse, you know, domestic violence, like they're quick to let you back in. So I feel like this will be a situation to where they would let him back in just depending on how everything else plays out. But it's just really sad that a life had to be lost. And then now on top of that, even more is just going to fall down upon you. It's almost like it could potentially be a domino effect that has a hold on you. So we just wanted to just briefly talk about that. And once again, as Evan stated, um, prayers to the family uh, from the young lady who lost her life at the scene. But to move on into our last topic, um, you know, we normally have a, a game of the week man all these games this week are trash like bro (laughs) it's bad like we had two options you know if the Chiefs were good it would be a good matchup against Green Bay but you know you don't know which Chiefs are gonna show up and lately it's been the same Chiefs every week they either gonna lose or they gonna sneak by it's one of the two then other potential game is LA Rams you know they just got Von Miller 
then you know Derrick Henry just went down so it's like eh the thrill out of that kind of just it loses all the sexy flavor to it you know no eye candy in that game so we're going to do something a little different this week um we're going to predict potential game upsets like who do we think is a game upset you see I was looking for the biggest upset and the biggest upset is the bottom feeders any team that win this week jeopardize the draft pick position right now the lions are in the lead and it looks like they have a bye this week so they're safe <laughs> they're safe so it's now it's houston and miami and the, and what jets kind of messed up their, their their top three picks so if any of these team, teams win this week it's an upset because they mess up their lottery draft position you know i was told by eagles fans last year it's all about the pick it's all about the pick. It was so much about the pick that they lost purposely, did not allow the Giants to enter this playoff just to get a pick, which they never use, and they send away just to pick a, play, a Giants player, a, a potential player that the Giants wanted at, in, in the first round. But you know what? It is what it is. The biggest upset is the bottom feeders losing their draft position. That's my pick of the week. Look at Phil being philosophical to answer the question directly. Um, secondly, let me add this. The Eagles did the right thing and in, they traded the pick and they have now probably a top five pick. And they probably have two top 10 picks this, this year. Uh, and then, and then we'll, how about, we'll probably have three top 15 picks with the way the coach looks that. I think that was a good deal for the Eagles. Uh, also, let me add that. I think that upset of the week, I'm picking the Cardinals to get upset uh, by the Cardinals get upset by the 49ers. I think we don't know where Kyler Murray is. It's a divisional game. Divisional games are oftentimes tough. Seven and one, it's about to be seven and two. That's my pick, 49ers for the win. That's a good choice. That's a good choice. Um, If I had to choose... I was about to just be <laughs> I was about to just be fake and just choose these between one of these one and seventeens between the Texans and the Dolphins. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they got the Dolphins like a minus six and a half. I was like, wait, what? I was like, man, look, I would choose the Texans at this point. But if I want to choose a more interesting game, um, I would say, I would say I'm going to choose the Vikings over the Ravens as an upset because mm. at this point, I mean, I don't even know who's in second in the NFC North, but right now the Vikings need a bounce back game after what happened this past Sunday. So, Kirk Cousins need to show up, you know, not miss any throws, go through his progressions, do what he needs to do. Uh, oh, yeah, sidebar. By the way, Evan, how about uh, Aaron Rodgers and Kirk Cousins ended up with the same amount of points, 16.16. So, either way, I was still doomed. <laughs> yeah, so, um, yeah. 
we yeah, know yeah. How, we know how how Kirk is. Kirk is gonna show out because it's not a uh, it's not a yeah, it's not a nationally, it's not prime time. So <laughs> this might be this might be the game he actually goes off because he has he's overdue one. I don't think he's had one since like maybe Carolina, and they had a fight to win that one. Yeah. So we gonna yeah, I got I got screwed. I could, I had a game I should have won. Uh, fantasy wise, I had Jalen Hurts and uh, Justin. What's the boy's name? Justin. Um, oh, Herbert. Justin Herbert. Both of them had bad games. Well, and the worst part is Eagles blew the Lions out, but Hurts didn't have any yards. Hurts only gets garbage, <laughs> garbage stats. It's like, oh my goodness. So I got hurt and ended up losing in a game I really should have won. I won a game that I should have lost and lost a game that I should have won vice versa in my two teams, so I'm not mad. And I felt Aaron Rodgers had 15 points for me. I was I glad I didn't put Kyle Murray. I put Joe Burrow. So it is what it is. You know what the real upset is going to be? The Giants going to beat the Raiders. I said it first. We're going to see about that. And if you're on fantasy, you might want to pick up David or what is his name? Michael, Dave, Michael or David White from the Jets. He might be taking over that Zach. Uh, what is his name? Zach Wilson spot. Right. So yeah. yeah, he might he might hold that down until next year. Hey, then finish off the season. Yeah, might as well. Might as well just start just start afresh. Yeah. But. That concludes another episode of A Lady and Some Dudes podcast. Tonight, a dudes podcast. Remember to check us out on all platforms and follow us on Instagram. And Dion's going to say the rest right after this. We out. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of A Lady and Some Dudes. Please remember to follow us, like, share. We are on Facebook and Instagram. Our Facebook handle is at a lady and that is the and sign, some dudes. Our handle on Instagram is a lady and some dudes. Everything is spelled out. So that's a lady, A and D, some dudes. Until next time.